This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. Uh, the disappointing answer to that question is no, they did not find it today, but they are developing new leads. They do have a detective working on the case full time, and they are hoping to get more information that could lead them to Brandy Hall. And we essentially dug in the ground in hopes of finding Brandy's remains. Sergeant Jeff Spears has been leading the Palm Bay police investigation to try and find missing Brandy Hall. He says investigators recently used cadaver dogs and a psychic hired by Hall's family to search the backyard of Hall's former home on Dunsill Lane in Malabar. The canine got a positive result, prompting police to dig up the property Tuesday. Based on the uh, cadaver dogs and what indication they gave us as well as a ground penetrating radar there was some reason to believe that there could been or could have been some disturbed area underground and so we dug that area that we thought that there might be something there and unfortunately we did not locate any human remains i want to find out who did this to her and justice will be done. Hall's mother, along with a private investigator, an anthropologist, and specially trained dogs, have canvassed different areas that might yield clues. The Malabar volunteer firefighter vanished the night of August 17, 2006, the night before her then-husband was about to be sentenced on charges of growing and selling marijuana. A search turned up her firefighting gear floating in a Palm Bay pond, and later her truck with blood inside. Needs to be found. I want her to be found alive, but she needs to be found. Palm Bay police say they're not giving up. So we're essentially going through it again and just making sure that uh, we're all on the same page and we've done what we can to make sure that we are keeping this case going in hopes of locating Brandy. So you hear it there, this case is incredibly active. That clip is actually from 2019, which would be 13 years after Brandy Hall, mother of two, went missing. And that will clue you in that there are several more items that we need to get to in our timeline. But I think one thing that that clip indicates here, Captain, is what is a widespread belief. When we were left off and we were going through theories and suspects yesterday, the first theory that was proposed in this missing persons case is that Brandy died by suicide. There are some things that support this theory. One would be the financial pressures that she would be facing at the time. Right. And maybe we don't have anybody to say that she was depressed, but we do have many people saying, look, one thing that was very upsetting to her was losing her job as a firefighter. Yeah, a job that she was extremely proud of. And we do know that she was, however, making efforts to right that wrong, to get back on track there by volunteering at another fire department. The thing, though, here, Captain, is I would focus in on if we think that suicide is a high probability, would be less on the idea that she was still so upset about losing her job because, I mean, that took place eight months prior. Mm -hmm. It's kind of yesterday's news. She's already set up some things to working to getting back to that career that she loved. I would focus in on the financial constraints that she's facing. Her husband, 
she look she's volunteering as a firefighter she's still doing she's still working and bringing in an income but it's half of what she was bringing in prior when she was being paid to be a firefighter now she's volunteering well and she doesn't have that marijuana money anymore well i don't know that they ever had any marijuana money but <laughs> right the the thing though is that jeff regardless if they did or not he's going to prison so he's not going to be having an income for a period of time, and they have two kids. Now, yeah. the flip of that would be, okay, she's so worried about financials, but we have several people saying she she would not have done that because she was concerned when 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 there were charges facing her, mm-hmm. when she was facing charges in in that same drug operation. She was concerned and telling others, look, if, if Jeff goes to prison and I go to prison, yeah, who's going to take care of the kids? She was worried about the kids. And so I think that the, the worry about the kids, who's going to take care of them to me, that tells me a couple things. If everybody's saying that that's her number one concern, it, it, that seems like suicide would be less of a probability as well as her running away and taking off. Now, when one of our suspects, Randall Richmond, is confronted with the idea that, oh, you said she's waiting on some money, she's going to meet somebody, and then she's going to take off. Mm-hmm. So that would suggest maybe she's going to leave on her own accord. Well, and just to stay on this suicide idea, and maybe it's also goes along with the theory of will she run away? Okay, so there's some evidence that maybe she's not the greatest partner, she's not the greatest wife, because she's having this affair for 10 years. But I think there's enough evidence and enough people coming forward as a character witness to her, to Brandy, that she was a great mother and that she cared deeply about her kids. I agree with that to about 90%. You know, I, I see a situation. She's calling home. She's saying the prayers, saying goodnight to the kids. That she's working hard. She's she's not she's not lazy. You know, she's, she's working as a firefighter working these, these other gigs as well right. to provide. I think what I see captain is, is a, a, a mother that deeply cares for her children. However, I think she's rather immature because mm-hmm. to me, look, good father, good mother. You don't get involved in a drug operation. No, but good, again, good father, good mother. You don't run around on your spouse. Like all of these things do in some Yes, I agree. Minute way do put your children in jeopardy or the relationship with your children in jeopardy. But there is an argument that she had no involvement or knowledge about the drug operation. Correct. And them eventually dropping the charges would would back that up or her involvement was so little and minuscule that nobody cared Right. that, that she wasn't nobody made any money. Who, who knows? But but to move on from that. So. Let's jump back into our timeline here because there are a few things to finish up that timeline. So after August 2006, when she goes missing at some point, and this is reported a couple different ways, but this is really interesting to me. And I, you know what, if you got any hate mail, you can send it. If you like, I'm not going to shove it it up your butt. (laughs) So somebody contacts a psychic. This is Gail St. John. And some sources say that it's police that contact the psychic. However, on the show that we talked about the other day, the uh, murder on the Space Coast, hosted by John Torres, again, he did a phenomenal job on this case and several other cases. He's a great journalist and a good follow. So he interviews this psychic, Gail St. John. Gail St. John tells him that, yes, a person emailed her. Now this doesn't sound to me like police, even though sources say police contact psychics, maybe they contacted other psychics, but Gail St. John says a person emailed me and I'm not going to tell you who that is. She says other people emailed me and contacted me about this case as well. But the very first person that did it weirded her out. Mm. Here's what she tells John Torres. Talk slowly. The person that emailed her, she doesn't say man, woman, child, whatever. She doesn't give any indication of who it would have been. But she tells Torres 
the person that emailed me, it weirded me out because the feeling I was getting was that the person emailing me who claims that they want to find her, why are you searching for answers when you already know the answer? Yeah. That's what her psychic intuition, whatever you want to call it. If you want to call it total BS, fine. This statement is still very interesting to me. So listen to what she says. She says, Gail St. John says that one of the people seemingly pulling out all the stops in an effort to find Brandy is actually her killer. She also says that when Brandy is finally found, so that's an indication that she's saying she will eventually be found, there will be evidence to identify her killer. Oh, shit. So when you find the remains, you also find evidence that will point you to who put her there. And I know a lot of people think this stuff is like a lot of hoopla, a lot of nonsense. I find it fascinating because one law enforcement does from time to time when they, when they don't really know what direction to go in. I have talked to detectives that said, you know what? We had a psychic reach out or we reached out to a a psychic or we did a terror reading or whatever. And it's not so much that they believe everything that they're getting from these individuals, but it's the fact that they might turn them onto a path that they weren't thinking. Well, and a good detective, regardless of who calls or why, right? if somebody calls them about a case, you want to know who they are and why they are calling. Yeah. And you want to vet that information. Because I could call Columbus Police Department this afternoon and say, hey, Mm -hmm. I'm a psychic and I got some visuals about some situation and here's what I know. And if they hang up the phone and it turns out that I actually did something terrible. Right. You're the actual killer. They just lost a huge lead. I just just inserted myself into the investigation and they didn't follow up to see who I am. Exactly. Now, again, she says she's... contacted by multiple people but here's where my mind goes look we're talking about a missing persons case almost 20 years old why do you think she's not saying who this individual is so from from what i've reviewed she told the she told john torres who the person was but because this is not anything that can be verified he's being a true honest journalist and but it's possible that maybe she told law enforcement she may have, right. she may have. Um, and I, so he is not revealing that person's name. Now, maybe when this thing, when we get answers to it, he does, maybe he'll go back and say, look, this was the name I knew all along. Or maybe he says, she told me a completely different name and, and she just had it wrong. Right. She, she may have it wrong. So let's go to June of 2007, the next year. So now she's almost been missing for one year. This is weird because Fishermen find Brandy Hall's backpack containing clothing, mm-hmm. wallet, and day planner. This was in a Vero Beach canal. So they know that these items belong to Brandy. What's really interesting, how do they know that these items, this backpack, belong to Brandy? Her name and contacts that she have are in this day planner. Right. Now, what's really interesting, this is almost, th- this is what? 10 months after she's been missing Mm -hmm. police say that it is of their opinion that because the, the writing in her day planner had not been completely smeared or, or ruined by the water. They believe that that backpack wasn't in there the entire time that she's been missing, that it was tossed in there relatively recent to somebody finding it 10 months later, somebody's moving evidence or discarding evidence. Yeah. So it's, and we've seen this before where we find a killer. They go through their belongings and find other souvenirs of individuals. So it's possible that her killer, if she was murdered, which look, I, I'm just going to say it. I think that's, that's what we're looking at here because of the blood evidence, because of the, the car being discarded because of her belongings being found that I think maybe this individual, her killer had more belongings of her. And then at some point I got to get rid of these because if these are found in my possession, 
Well, then all fi- all fingers start pointing to me. This is going to lead us to an increase in reward offered for information in the case. It, it climbs up to $10,000 in late June of 2007. Then in July of 2007, two more items are found near Vero Beach Canal. Uh, so this would be in the same location as the backpack. From my understanding, Captain, these were, I believe that they are reported to have been pornographic movies and erection, something that's called erection cream, which I, I don't know. Oh, I know all about that. Well, I, what you do is you a little flicky flicky down there and, and magic happens. Somehow yeah. I believe that the, I don't know. I can't, I don't know. The source information here is a little tricky. So I don't know if these items were found in the backpack with the day planner or if these two items that were later found uh, are these two items and they were connected to that backpack. It could be. I believe they were found in the the backpack. That's what I heard. That's what I think. I think you're right there. I think they were found in the backpack and then these two other items maybe have not been. It's not been disclosed. Mm Mm-hmm what these actual items were. We do know that the following year in 2008 that her fire department helmet with her name on it was, was found near Mathers bridge and Indian Harbor beach. So that's July of 2008 and March of 2011 investigative discovery that the TV network, they highlight this case. So her case was on season three of the TV show disappeared. Mm -hmm. It's episode number 12 titled lost hero, which aired March 21st, 2011. That same year, the Palm Bay police enlist the help of FBI profilers in the case. They don't release a profile of the likely offender, but they get them involved in, of course, learning about all the people in the case, right? Jeff Hall, Randall Richmond, and so on and so forth. In 2015, Brandy Hall, at the request of her family, is declared dead, legally yeah. dead. Well, and just and can look, I want to back up for a second because um, maybe you agree with this, maybe you won't. I, I wonder because we're finding belongings of her in different locations i also wonder is that to is that to leave breadcrumb trails away from where they're going to discover her body very likely i think i think you're onto something smart there captain i think what what i see here is a very scared unsophisticated mm-hmm. criminal that's what i see I think that what we have here is somebody that when they get really nervous, they decide, oh, I got to go move. I've hit this thing once. I've concealed it. And even though it's not been found all this time, it's only a matter of time before it's found. I better go put it someplace better, a better hiding spot. Mm -hmm. And then in and then the what ends up happening is people are finding these things. And so. What are we being told now with the exception of the helmet that who knows that helmet helmets are pretty sturdy. That helmet may have been in that location for the almost two years that we, she was missing. Right. But whoever put the truck in that pond, it's found within hours. Have we ever covered a case where a vehicle's found within hours of someone trying to conceal it? No. In, in a water and submerged completely submerged in water. It's found within hours of the time that it's put there. I mean, at the very latest, it's like 13, 14 hours after it entered the water. And I don't, and, and if you believe the blood evidence and the experts, then it's a much shorter time than that. Yeah. And it's tough because there, there's some cases where you're like the universe seems to be getting in the way or helping. And so in this case, when we find the vehicle so quickly, you'd think that we're going to get answers so quickly. And all these years later, we don't have, we don't have Brandy to bring her back home to her family. Well, and what you do have here too, is when we talk about theories, 
I think you can wipe one of them out completely, right? There, And there's going to be people that always will say that, look, there's still a small percentage that maybe she left on her own. But yeah. what you have is you have blood evidence in that vehicle and law enforcement saying, look, there's enough blood in there that we believe she was met with foul play. There's some that say there's enough blood in there that we believe that she was killed right. in that vehicle or whatever injury she she took on it 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 led to her death shortly afterwards and then you have a circuit judge that is reviewing everything in the family who's petitioning the courts and the judge agreeing okay we can legally declare her dead yeah. so you have a lot of people involved that are saying nope there's too much here to say that she walked away so you i think i think it would be clean and and better for the purpose of, of figuring out what happened to just go ahead and wipe that possibility away. So awful for her kids. Yeah. 2019, October of 2019. That is the clip that you heard at the top of the show. They did. They're digging up a property and the property is the hall fam where they lived when she went missing. Why are they doing that? Keep in mind, we have Randall Richmond calling Jeff Hall saying, Hey, I got to, I got to take this, skid steer off the trailer so it can be worked on well some people said maybe he whether he killed her or had to cover it up for somebody else transported the body back to her own property and used her own skid steer to bury the body on that property and that's why police worked so hard for so many years to to look into that property now you could also the flip of that coin is that jeff hall killed her mm -hmm. and buried her on that property no, I understand that, but also, like, again, and they still might find her body. We, we don't know where they're going to find her body, so it's still possible, even though they work that property a lot. But, hey, like we always say, look at the husband. Look at the closest people around this individual. And here's this guy that had an affair with her saying, well, I think she ran away. Again, it makes no sense that he would be worried about this 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 stupid material thing this piece of equipment that he'd be worried about that when this lady that he's had an affair with is missing that's his number one concern makes no sense but again hey if i get her body and bury her on the property then they're going to point the finger towards the husband yeah and he's going to be locked up so yeah that you can see why one would want to do that now Keep in mind, at the end of that clip, you have law enforcement saying that we are, we can say with confidence that she's not here. So they, which I, look, I, I believe I'm just saying because she's not found, you know, you can't rule out. I don't know. I, it's it's hard for me to rule out that property when she hasn't been found. Well, in September of 2021, um, law enforcement is finally able to completely drain the pond where Brandy's truck was found, and nothing is discovered. Nothing additional is found there. So in my mind, where I go is that she's not on the property that, that her and her husband shared with their children. Yeah, most likely. And she's not in the pond where her truck was found. So we can... as while we we're looking for where she is, we can start to make a list of where she is not. Now we've talked a lot about Randall Richmond. We, we should also talk about his wife who, yes, she worked at the nearby Palm Bay hospital. Her shift ended at 11 PM that night. Now this is weird because this is roughly about the same time that we have Brandy Hall leaving the Malabar fire station that night. Right. So, the, and we know that there's bad blood there. We don't know how much wife knows about the husband running around. But I think there's evidence, you know, when there's a confrontation that's public. Yeah. Oh, dude, she, she, and he later says it to police himself. Randall Richmond later says it to police. Like, I don't know that she knew 100%, but she knew we were very close friends. She was concerned that we were too close of friends. Mm -hmm. And his words were, I believe her intuition told her that there was an affair. And I don't like this guy because he, he has lied many times. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Well, the, here's the problem. Here's so let's cross reference our remaining suspects, right? Jeff. And I'm keeping Jeff Hall on that list because how did we 
discover this case to to want to present it and bring it to all of you. Mm-hmm. Well, we had several listeners suggest it, and it was on our giant list of listener suggestions, our our big spreadsheet that we've created. But it's just one name of of hundreds at this point. So I go to Orlando for CrimeCon last year. I had four or five different people that came up to the True Crime Garage booth and they brought up this Brandy Hall case. And I said, yeah, I I don't know much about it. The name doesn't even ring a bell. When I got home, I confirmed that it was already on our spreadsheet. Right. But what was so interesting to me and what sucked me in is the first person that I met said, hey, you ever heard of this Brandy Hall case? I said, no. He said, well, I'm here to tell you the husband killed her. He's been involved in construction, and it's my opinion that he took her somewhere, and she's probably under concrete, and they may never find her. So, okay, well, I'll take a look. Right. It wasn't until the next day somebody goes, hey, have you ever heard of this Brandy Hall case? And I said, matter of fact, somebody just brought it up yesterday. The husband did it. And I said, the person uh, told me that the husband, Jeff Hall, killed her, and that we it's going to be difficult to find her because he's involved in construction and he probably put her under concrete somewhere or in concrete somewhere. And it could be anywhere in the state of Florida. And that person goes, well, I understand that he, he looks like a good suspect, but I'm here to tell you the boyfriend killed her and that she's probably in a, in some water somewhere. I said, all right. Okay. Well, I'll make a mental note of that. That same day, somebody else brought up the Brandy Hall case and then drinks that night sitting around with other podcasters, talking to other listeners, and the Brandy Hall case came up again. So I thought, this has got to go to the short list. I, for myself, have got to know who is who or who do I think is responsible. So let's cross-reference Jeff Hall versus Randall Richmond and Anne Marie Richmond, his wife. Anne Marie, they say that Jeff Hall's alibi is a problem. I'm yet to hear anybody tell me what Anne Marie Richmond was up to after she left her shift at the hospital at 11 p.m. August 17th, 2006. Yeah, because of her alibi is why I went home and my husband saw me. Well, we can't believe anything he said. Well, her husband shouldn't have saw her because he was working the overnight fire shift. Right, correct, yeah. At Palm Bay Fire Station. So Jeff Hall, I'm told Jeff Hall's alibi is a problem because his alibi is, well, I was at home sleeping with my kids. Mm -hmm. And everybody says, well, he could have snuck out that night. Kids maybe didn't wake up. They're little. He goes out, kills the wife, gets rid of the body, and wakes up uh, next morning, makes some phone calls looking for his wife, and then goes off to his sentencing hearing. Okay, that's not out of the realm of possibility. There's also people that say there's a missing there's missing time in the timeline for Brandy Hall that night. She could have stopped. She could have went home. Something goes down, he kills her there, and then he's got to get rid of the body, get rid of the truck. Right. Seems like a lot of stuff for him to do in the middle of the night. But we do know that somebody did a lot of stuff in the middle of the night, so why not Jeff Hall? Now, the problem, again, Anne Marie Richmond, what's her alibi? Nobody's told me. There's no information anywhere that I've found. Maybe her alibis, I was at home sleeping, and maybe police aren't so concerned with her for a multitude of reasons. I don't know. We do know that she got close to having some kind of physical altercation with our victim at some point at the Seafood Festival. And Grant, Randall Richmond, they say he's got the best alibi of all because he was working that night, and there's five, one, two, three, four, five firefighters that were at the fire station with him that night who all say he was there with us that night, the entirety of the night. So unless he responsible for setting her up, I mean, 80, 80 points of communication between him and the victim, Brandy Hall on the day she goes missing. But let's keep in mind though, too, what will those firefighters be doing that night? Sleeping like the rest of us. Yeah, but if Jeff Hall's telling the truth, they're sleeping just like Jeff Hall. If Jeff Hall could have snuck out of his house with some sleeping children and we are to believe that's a possibility, I would argue that it's a possibility that Randall Richmond could have slipped out of the firehouse with sleeping firefighters there and they don't know any better. Well, my only issue with that is we do have Brandy 
Hall on camera footage leaving her fire station. So I'm assuming, and maybe I shouldn't assume, but that that fire station would have video footage as well. So if he was leaving, that we would have him on video footage leaving the fire station. There's been no talk or mention of camera footage or not from that from that firehouse. So here here's what's inter- interesting to me. The argument for in favor of Randall Richmond not being a good suspect is that the the vehicle you know it's not a fire truck it's just it's just that supervisor vehicle was a diesel vehicle and that firefighters don't sleep very well right they're light sleepers for good reason they got to that alarm goes off and they got to respond so the argument is that that supervisor vehicle was parked inside the firehouse and that if he were to start it up inside that firehouse if he were to open up that big garage door that that would have woke up any number of those firefighters, they would have seen him leave. They would remember him leaving that night. But then we find out many months later, there was a second, a second fire supervisor vehicle that was parked outside of the firehouse that night. And later one of those firefighters would tell police, well, he did step outside briefly around 11 o'clock or so to, he said he was stepping out to take a phone call. What's missing from that story is, did you see him step back in after the phone call? Because he could have stepped out to, Hey, I got to step outside and take a phone call, hop in that other vehicle. What here, here's the problem though, for saying that he stayed at the firehouse all that night with all those other firefighters who the fuck drove that truck over to where it was found next to Brandy halls by the police officer. That it's a marked vehicle that says it's from the Palm Bay Fire Department. Who drove it there? Somebody drove it there. That happened. So if if Randall Richmond didn't drive it, which one of you other firefighters drove it over there that night? It was seen parked near a vehicle that is described to be Brandy Hall's truck that is later found in a pond that's right in that same location. This Home Depot is not far from the Palm Bay fire station. It was rumored that the two of them would frequent that pond where her truck was found for rendezvous. The evidence keeps pouring in. At this point, the facts are undeniable. It's an open and shut case. Monopoly Go is the most fun you can have in a mobile game. Everyone is still talking about Monopoly Go for a good reason. It is an absolute hit. Millions of people pass Go every day because this game is always bringing something new to the table. Like countless crazy tournaments, you can join with your friends as partners or teams. Or timed events, offering bonuses like massive multipliers or rent frenzies to help you get huge rewards. And there's so many rewards to discover. Rare stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums. Delightful emojis to taunt people with when you raid their riches. Unique playing pieces and so much more. The verdict is in. With Monopoly Go, there's something new to discover every time you play. So don't miss out. Go download it now free on the App Store and Google Play. Do you want to set your child up for success? Of course you do. That's why you need to check out IXL Learning today. IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. There's one site for all kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. Kids could use it at home on their computer or on an app on your phone or a tablet. No more grading those worksheets. IXL grades everything for you. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. 
IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. I love recommending IXL learning. Kids can learn at home or on the go. And all my friends and family that are using it absolutely love it because it's so easy to set up and so easy to use. And even the kids that I've recommended it to their parents have told me, hey, Captain, thank you. I was having problems in math and my parents couldn't help me, but IXL could. Do you want to get your kids back on track or do you just want to get your kids ahead? Do so with IXL Learning. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And True Crime Garage listeners, get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com slash garage. Visit IXL.com slash garage to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Check out IXL.com slash garage today. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless. When Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all of your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. Save a lot of money with Mint Mobile. Get their great mobile wireless service delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. That's premium service at a great price. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash TCG. That's mintmobile.com slash TCG. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash TCG. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. want to thank everybody for sharing the images of the suspects well, I, I don't even want to call them suspects, the killers of the Sharif Rahman case on social media. Cheers to everybody. Cheers to you, Colonel. Yes, and cheers, and let's hope and pray that that case is solved very soon, and let's hope and pray that Brandy Hall, that we, we find her very soon. Yeah. You know, Look, I do my best work late at night, and sometimes these things come to me or I stumble upon them in the 11th hour. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to me before coming to the garage today. There's a million problems that I have with Randall Richmond's statements and his, his statements that he's given to police. Mm-hmm. There's a very big difference between him and Jeff Hall, right? I get it. To me, the top two suspects in this case and in a situation like this would be the husband and the boyfriend. Yes. And I would, I'm with you, captain. I would tend to lean toward the husband most of the time. But in this situation, one clear difference between the two is when police ask Jeff Hall, where's your wife? His answer is, I don't know. When they ask Randall Richmond, where is Brandy Hall? He says, Oh, I haven't talked to her in weeks. Yeah. Two days later, Different story. Liar. Oh, I talked to her the night that she went missing, but she told me that she's going to take off, that she's going away, that she's waiting on some money. She's going to meet somebody, get some money and take off. Well, why did your story change? Well, I, I was covering for her. I, I didn't want her to get in trouble. I covered her for her for two days, but now he says, I'm telling you because I, I'm concerned I didn't think she was going to be gone very long and she's not come back. 
and now I'm concerned. So I want to, I'm going to tell you guys the truth now. Wait, 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 wait. You weren't concerned when they pulled her bloody truck out of the pond the day before. Mm-hmm. And you, you came up with, with, with a story to tell police that they very quickly, re- you haven't talked to her in weeks. Uh, you talked to her 50 times a day leading up to her disappearance. You talked to her minutes before the last time that we can account for her whereabouts. Yeah. And on top of that, when you look again, two suspects, you have one, the, the husband wasn't cooperative at first, but he had a legal reason not to be. And then when that passed, he was, you could almost say as cooperative as one could be. And what do we know about law enforcement in this case? They gave him a polygraph test. He passed the test. Now you can say what you want about those, but I'm sure that they offered that to the boyfriend as well. And I don't have any record of him taking a polygraph test. They requested that he, that Randall Richmond take one and he refused to take the polygraph test. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, again, it's the, it's, it's these changing stories, right? I haven't talked to her in weeks. Well, then two days later, it's, oh, I'm so concerned. And she told me she was going away, taking off on her own. Now he's planting a whole nother possibility that he, why he didn't do what they suspect that he did. Oh, she took off and now she's been gone so long, two days. I'm concerned. And now I want to tell you the truth. Again, you weren't concerned when they pulled her truck that had her blood in it out of the pond. That yeah. I think you might want to go and say, Hey, right. It, it, because he's questioned the, the night that they pulled the truck from the pond. Right. So why is it? I didn't talk to her for weeks that same night. It's because he doesn't want to be linked to her. He wants to distance himself from the victim as much as he possibly can. And the, the other thing here, captain is, the items that were found, that's, I keep going back to that too. I think that what we have here is a situation where somebody's panicking time and time again, and they're going, you know what? I I may have concealed this item for a few months. It will be found eventually. I better move it. And what do we see with the truck? Put it in water. What did we see with the backpack? Found in water. What do we see with the other items? Found in or near water. Mm-hmm. The helmet found in water firefighters respond to an alarming, a disturbing number of vehicle accidents, sometimes resulting in a fatality. A lot of times these, some of these will include ponds, waterways, bridges, things of that nature. So what will a firefighter know by their work experience? that water creates problems, recovering items, recovering bodies, recovering vehicles. And it also creates problems of destroying items over time. This unsophisticated criminal suspected that these items would remain in the water for a very long period of time. However, they did such a poor job hiding them that they were found relatively quickly. Well, to play devil's advocate though, the the husband was a, firefighter. So exactly. He, he would know this as well. He was a public safety officer. He would know even better. My biggest issue is the eyewitness, the vehicle that they claim that they saw. And it's a police officer eyewitness. It's not some yes. shlomo off the streets. Mm-hmm. It's a person that doesn't have a dog in the fight. A person that's, that's not only that reporting something before this woman's even missing. And the report states that a vehicle matching her description, a person matching her description is in the truck with another person who's unidentified and the Palm Bay supervisor, some reports say chief, some say captain. Guess what rank Randall Richmond held? Captain. He's the captain at the Palm Bay Fire Department. That truck is found right next to the other truck, to... Brandy Hall's truck. Yes. And and look, with a with a ranking like captain, guilty. He's guilty. 100%. Captain did it. Well, 
Randall Richmond and Anne Marie Richmond would end up splitting up. They would get a divorce in surprise, 2003. Surprise. I'm sorry. They would get a divorce in 2013. Yeah, surprise, um, surprise. You know, he, he's done some other things over the course of time that I think make him a good suspect. We One of the uh, law enforcement officers, one of the profilers that was brought in when uh, reviewing the interviews with with Randall says that he, what, what he, he is viewing, what he says he's seeing is not a per the Randall was crying during some portions of the interview. Yeah. And he's saying what I'm seeing here is not a person that's crying because they're sad that they lost somebody that they care deeply about. I'm seeing someone that's crying because they're scared. They're scared that they're going to get caught. They're scared that they're going to get found out. Yeah. And if, if, you know, he had that shift, that overnight shift the the night before. If he was able to duck out and go see her, I, I'm saying here, I don't know that he went and met up with Brandy Hall with the intent to kill her. Maybe he gets there and things got weird and, and she dies by accident or is killed, what have you. That part I can't sort out. But what I feel like happened is that he was somehow able to duck out that night and then being off for the next two days, he's got two days to figure out getting rid of these items, getting rid of all of this stuff. He, he, he gets rid of the truck and well, and here's the thing too. And maybe this is a nothing burger, but when you look at the two suspects, if you're law enforcement, you're going, okay, well the husband has these drug charges the boyfriend, his stories aren't matching up, but but what do we know? What we do know is the next day, one goes about their business. One goes about the schedule that they already had laid out for them, and one alters his schedule. I can't show up to court. I had a change of I had a change of heart. I just mm-hmm. can't do this. And all by the way, can I can I get to your property? I got to go to your property all of a sudden. And why do why do you got to go to the property? Why is that so? It, and, and he's not dumb enough to be able to figure out there the likelihood that nobody else will be there. Yeah. If if he's responsible, he already knows that Brandy's not going to be there, and because of the sentencing hearing, he knows that Jeff's not going to be there. Yeah, gives him time. <laughs> and here's the other thing too: is all these other pieces. And I guess you could call them evidence. These, you know, these other items of brandies that were found. You have to discard them if you're not her husband. You have to discard them in the woods or in water or wherever, so they're not on your person, not on your property. If it was the husband, well, the husband could just take it back to his house, and. It would make sense why her helmet would be at her house. It would make sense why her planner would be at the house. You would have no reason to have to discard it. The other thing that really rubs me the wrong way is, is that uh, erection lotion. No, the well, look, that's not Brandy Hall's, um, or not for her use. I can tell you that. See, I even look, though I don't know what it is, um, I, it's it, it would require, from my understanding of the human anatomy, it would require another person to be involved. No, I understand that, but I also, and I know this might sound a little strange, but I I also wondered: is there another use for this product? Is it? I is again, I don't know no. enough about it. But the the thing that here's the other thing. In his interviews, when he is the interviews that I've rev- been able to review, and and again, it's probably a small sample size here. But once once we get past the interview where he just says, "Oh, I haven't talked to her in weeks," now once he's admitting that he's talked to her, he uses the phrase in every other sentence, you know, and you know, and you know, and when he's describing everything that happened, the conversations that he had with Jeff, the conversations he had with. Um, Brandy Hall, their interaction together, their relationship together, where could she be? Everything, every other sentence starts with, and you know, and you know, and you know, you know what that does? You know, you know, people that here, I'm using it now. 
You know, people that use that, they're, what they're subconsciously doing, they're trying desperately to get the person on the other side of the table or sitting next to them to agree with them. They're right. planting the seed of this is what happened. You know, they're planting the seed of this is what happened and you will agree with me. And he says it, I think, out of, out of sheer nervousness over and over and over again. I think, one, that's a, a very telling thing. And two, another big difference between Jeff Hall and a bunch of other people that we could talk about today in comparison to Randall Richmond is what, Captain? Other people keep calling Brandy Hall, trying to get a hold of her, trying to get in touch with her, trying to figure out where she is, if she's okay. Mm-hmm. Randall Richmond stops calling. 50 times a day, man, I to call nothing. you. 50 times 50 a day to communiques nothing. 50 communiques a day between the two of us. Whether she's calling me, I'm calling her, text messages between the two of us, 50 times a day. And then roughly about the same 15 minutes that she goes missing, Nothing. No more calls from me to her phone. No more texts from me to her phone. F- for how long? How about forever? How yeah. about forever? Yeah, and the people that were calling to try to figure out where she w- she was and what happened to her and, and maybe she'll answer the phone for me, they weren't contacting her 50 times a day before she went missing. No. And, and then, like you said, it's not just 50 times a day. The day she goes missing, 80 points of communication it is a shame that she has not been found and it's, it's a shame that there's not charges brought against this individual and here's i'm gonna go way out on a limb here too i think the psychic was right i think the psychic was right and i think what gail saint john said that when she is found, and I love that she said when she is found. That gives me so much hope and optimism in this case. Mm-hmm. When she is found, there will be evidence to point to her killer. And I think that she's right because I think I know where Brandy Hall is. And I don't, I'm, I hope police are aware of this information. I would wager uh, Franklin that your boy Randall probably is. Mm-hmm. But I have some very, I have some hard questions about a piece of property. We already covered the fact that Randall Richmond and Anne Marie Richmond, they separate in 2013. They're separated, legally separated. I am not married to you. You are not married to me. And a lot of our properties, belongings, all of those things should be separate as well. Right, Captain? We've Mm -hmm. divorced. Yeah, that's how it works. So if we split up in 2013 legally by the state of Florida, then why do I, Randall Richmond, and I, Anne Marie Richmond, both have ties to that property in 2018. Why do we both have ties to that property? Oh, somebody passed away. Randall's brother, Patrick, passes away. I'm guessing that maybe he bequeathed this property to his brother or his brother and his brother's ex-wife. Why would it go to his ex-wife? Why would both of them have interest in this same property? Are they, do they both have a big problem to hide, to bury, to secrete forever and ever? So Randall's ties to this property go back way back when. So he has ties to this property since 1989 when he gets involved with a company called Dixie Equipment Services Incorporated. And then we have Patrick Richmond, which would be his brother, LC, is a company that is operating out of that same property, which is a residential property and a rather large one, in 2004. Then we have a company called Dixie Fishing LLC that's operating out of that same property in 2014. We have, Raymond Rich- we have Randall Richmond, who has ties to that property 
at all of those times. 1989-1996-2004-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2014-2
This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.